0: excited about this one guys I'm getting in my grown woman bag I'm entering my wifey era at full speed and no one can stop me because I've been investing in myself and in my kitchen I used to buy the absolute cheapest cookware I could possibly find and mm. -mm, Mm-mm-mm, not the move. The move is high quality, thoughtfully designed, non-toxic and incredibly cute cookware from, drumroll, roll please, Great Jones. You are welcome. Great Jones cookware is so stunning. You will actually want to cook. It's like getting a new super cute slash hot workout set you'll be at the gym later that day no question my dutch baby from great jones aka the cutest baby pink dutch oven in the color taffy i keep that shit on display that is when i'm not using it Hi, everybody. Welcome to Swath. As always, rate, review, subscribe, eat my asshole. But more importantly, I have new merch dropping Friday. Fucking put it in your calendar. You maybe have seen the neon sign hanging up in my studio that says, our attorney will get us out of everything. If you don't know what that means, just go to the podcast page on Instagram, Sophia podcast. You'll find it there along with my police report and my mugshot. You know the mugshot. The one and only mugshot. The one and only Chris Brown. Anyways, I spent four fucking ever making sure that the merch was exactly how I wanted it to be. It is so cute. I wear it every single day. I'm wearing it right now. So Virgil, watch the fuck <laughs> out. Coming from for you. Mm -hmm. Okay, so last week, I briefly mentioned that I was going to give you guys the full play-by-play of my LA trip because shit was wild. I went to LA for work. I went on some shows. You maybe saw I went on No Jumper. They tried to hotbox me and kill me, by the way, but I prevailed. I recorded with my bitch Wheezy from Horrible Decisions. I did a bunch of productive shit, but of course, after work, comes play. The Sloop Media Dream Team, Delaney, Alex, Kiana, they went and you guys had like a shit show of a night. I went out with Wheezy to a club called Poppy. I just need to quickly add a side note. There is no bigger fucking power trip in the entire world than club bouncers. Like, Holy fucking shit, the God Complex. Yes. They think they're gatekeepers to I don't know what the fuck. Like, okay, dude, relax. Your job is not that serious. Anyways, long story short, I go to Poppy and I— Fuck Drake. (laughs) No. I didn't, but he will be coming into this story. I did see Zach Bia, though. The (laughs) one—
1: fucking night, I leave this bitch alone and she sees my future husband.
0: That's why I brought it up. Via, Alex's fucking love of her life soulmate, saw him. Not that impressed, but that's not the fucking story. I don't—I honestly, Alex, why didn't you just come? Because I had bigger fish to fry. And by fish, I mean <sighs> penis, of
1: course. Because— To be honest, famous LA dick hits
0: different than Utah. Okay. I firmly agree with you and believe that. The only reason I allowed it is because the dude you went to go fuck manages like one of the biggest fucking TikTok stars on planet Earth. And I am a full supporter of women fucking their way up to the top. Thank you. Thank you. Although I kind of was hoping you would fuck him to get me up to the top, but doesn't matter. (laughs) Moving on. So I'm at Poppy. We're at this table. I'm living my best life. Vodka crayon in hand, minding my business. I kid you not. I look up and I see these girls at the table next to me giving me a death stare. And I was like, I don't get it. Like, if you want to know where my boots are from, honey, just like come up and ask me. Like, I'll tell you. They're like, where's your outfit from? Like, I'm not going to hoard that shit. So, next thing I know, one of them turns around, looks me dead in the eye, gives me the middle finger, and mouths the words, fuck you. <laughs> I, no. I love running into listeners. We will take a shot, kiss, take a selfie, bump and grind. I don't give a fuck. Actually, even two seconds before these bitches assaulted me. Assaulted. (laughs) Whatever is the equivalent of a curb stomp Mm -hmm. with eyes. Yes. And hand gestures. The most beautiful girl had come up to me and we talked for like five minutes about the show in the middle of the club. And it was like, A little bonding moment, and I loved it more than anything. Okay, but what the fuck did you do about those fucking bitches that (laughs) flipped you off? I mean, you know how I am. Like, I probably just, like, apologized profusely, like, for my existence. (laughs) No, I think I just stared the girl back, and I, like, did not remove my gaze. Uh Because I was, like, in shell-shock mode, I did grab Weezy, though, and I was like, I'm about to kill a bitch. And I just, like, told Weezy. Yeah. But the point is, how can someone hate someone that fucking much off of shit you read online? you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because those girls, I don't know them. They did that because they have read shit about me. And it's just, like, the craziest fucking shit. I don't understand it. If you read— That Zach Bia had done something fucked up. Would you look at him in the club and give him the middle finger? No. 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 Absolutely not. It's just like very bizarre. They're miserable. Yes. They're miserable. Anyway, I didn't let it ruin my night. You know why? Because fucking Drake shows up to the club. He shows up with his entourage. He's getting fucked up. And I'm talking about the Drake we all know and love. Not Draco Malfoy. From Harry Potter, <laughs> the Slytherin representative. I'm talking about Champagne Poppy. He was so hot, Alex. Yeah. He he was so fucking sexy. So we actually get invited to go into the back room with Drake and his entourage. It was amazing. I was absolutely shaking my ass, hoping he would pick me out of the crowd. It's fine. He didn't, but I will get him (laughs) next time. No one needs to worry about that. The next day, Sloot Media team, I had a work retreat planned for all of us. Our girl Delaney had the hookup and these dudes that she's known forever offered up their house so that we could work from it over the weekend. And when I say house, I mean mansion. Fucking mansion. This place, it looked like Neverland Ranch. <laughs> I was like positive Macaulay Colkin was going to like pop out at any moment. Like <laughs> it was like something about it. The architecture, the art pieces.
1: Yes. It was
0: different. Yeah. The first thing I saw was a dude on one of the balconies with pigtails, slippers, and a hot pink kimono on open. As in this dude had his dick and balls just hanging out. And it struck me as a little bit odd, but like, I didn't say anything. I was just like thinking to myself like, damn, LA is a wacky place. So apparently the kimono man I saw was on the loose. He had showed up to the house with bags and bags and bags of kimonos. You can't make this shit up. (laughs) They said that the day before, they had gotten him an Uber, packed up his kimonos, and when the Uber driver was about to take off, the kimono man—that's what we're calling Mm -hmm. him—escaped, jumped the fucking fence into their backyard and disappeared. He escaped from the Uber. Yes. So, the dudes grabbed binoculars to see if they can find him, and finally, one of them spotted a— Little pink object. <laughs> I'm just remembering them telling us this story. A little pink object in the distance. And they were like, we found him. Pink object means pink kimono. Fucking Target acquired Roger that. <laughs> they venture out. They find him rolling around in the dirt, butt ass naked. Cool. How about
1: when one of the guys told us that he walked into his bathroom found kimono man standing in his bathtub, completely naked, with his balls tied to a rope that he made out of the kimonos, hanging from the shower rod.
0: I, <laughs> I can't. I just, I can't. And like, oh my God. And then the kimono man, he would be like, Playing four songs at the same time and he'd be like no one else can hear music the way I can like I can listen to four songs at the same time he would change his kimono every hour yeah one second hot pink one second yellow his hair guys every (laughs) 20 minutes this dude would change his hairstyle pigtails hair down braids one fucking ponytail. Like just yeah. it was the behavior was completely erotic. And obviously the dude was on something. Yeah. Some fucking angel dust, bath salts, PCP. I don't know what the fuck he was on. So they're telling us these stories in real time. I'm assuming by now Kimono Man had left. Yeah. They drop a fucking bomb and tell us to be careful. Because Kimono Man is still in the house somewhere on the loose. Like, we were all anticipating him to come out like a fucking jump scare in a horror movie. Yes, we were. I was on fucking high alert because I don't know what the fuck this dude is capable of. And to know that he has just been... I don't know, in a fucking closet somewhere. Under the bed. Yes. And Alex and I go into the kitchen to ask the chef if he could make us food. And we're chilling, eating a quesadilla. In walks Kimono Man. And my heart fucking sank. Alex, you saw me. I was frantic. (laughs) Yeah. Like a
1: deer in headlights.
0: Yes. I was, like, looking around the kitchen for a— Potential weapon I could use. He comes up to us, introduces himself, which I will give him this. He was very nice. Yeah. Says he's leaving. His Uber is outside and walks out. Not even 60 seconds later, Kimono Man runs past us. Usain Bolt Speed. Like, I just saw a flash of Kimono is what I saw. (laughs) He cannonballs it into the pool with all of his fucking clothes on. fucking wild. I'm just like, it was just, guys, it was just the craziest fucking shit to ever happen. Long story short, the dudes ended up having to like call the police. I spent the entire weekend just ready for Kimono Man to like come at me at any given second. The worst part of it is, is like, the fucking kimono for me. It was the kimono. That yeah. is what makes the story so fucking nuts. The fucking kimono. And he's probably culturally appropriating, but that is not my business. That is his. I love how we're talking shit on kimono. Guy being an unwanted guest, though, and really like, <laughs> Alex, how hard did we overstay our welcome? So long. How long were we there? Dude, I don't even know. I
1: feel like I blacked out and suppressed the entire stay. All I know is too fucking long.
0: We ended up being there for, I think it was three days straight. Yeah, it was. No toothbrush, no change of clothes, no showering. Disgusting. I felt like I was at like Coachella. Worse, Burning Man, like a music festival. We were drinking strictly alcohol every single day living off one chicken nugget. And this is why I could never fucking live in LA because the thing is we would not have cared or even given it a second thought if it wasn't for the party they had to watch the Logan Paul fight. And these just stunningly beautiful drop-dead gorgeous LA girls Walk through the door, dressed to the fucking nines. You know they were sponsored by Revolve, like that type, like hashtag Revolve around the world type. Yes, their main income is
1: influencing on Instagram and being hot. Yeah, yes. But oh my god, do you remember
0: what Delaney fucking said? (laughs) No, Delaney. Delaney turns to all of us and goes, "Guys, I hate to break this to you, but we are no longer the hot girls here. We are the." whores here now (laughs) and we have to do something about it. Someone go suck a dick or something because we can't rely on our looks any longer. That's verbatim what she fucking (laughs) said. And it was so true. And actually a dick was sucked. There was a dick sucked. Yep. And so we will be getting invited back. I actually, guys, I'm going to be moving to LA for one month before I officially move back to New York. So stay tuned because the content that is coming this summer is going to be unparalleled. The hype house is shaking.
1: Yeah. Because we're coming full throttle with our own content house.
0: Slew Bouncy House. <laughs> we'll come up with a good name for it. I will let you know. But anyways… That's LA. I mean, there was so much other shit, but I just think Kimono Man was, like, the highlight. Oh, absolutely. Holy shit. Sluts. the weather is getting hotter and hotter, and so am I. And you know what that means? It's time to be outside constantly. I am here to present and invite you to... Live Nation Concert Week. From now until May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette. Oh my God, the flashback, the nostalgia, Cage the Elephant... And so many more for way less. Seriously, this might be the best deal I've ever come across. What is better than getting ready with your friends to the music you are about to see live? And then meeting a cute guy at the show and dancing the night away on a warm summer night? There is literally nothing better than that. I know I will be in attendance for sure. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash concertweek to buy now. That's Livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. Apartments.com believes having a gym in your building does way more than just get you in shape. It turns your entire life around and is a great place to scope out the hot guy that lives in your building. And by guy, I mean guys. Having a gym in your building makes it 10 times more likely that you actually end up, show up, and work out. I mean, it's five floors down or whatever it is. And you'll be saving money on a gym membership that you'll go to probably half as much With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live is easy. Apartments.com hosts more rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place, or treadmill for that matter. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Sloot University, welcome back, my little Slooty Pebbles, to another Sloot University lesson. It is me, your professor, back for a very important lesson. This semester, we have talked about a lot of useful shit, Mm -hmm. but this one is a lesson that I think is imperative. I don't think, I know, is imperative no matter who the fuck you are. I'm going to sound like I'm sucking my own dick for a minute and I need everyone to just hear me out. I get so many fucking DMs about how I inspire people because of my confidence and people writing in, Sophia, how do you do it? How can I be more confident? First of all, I just want to say I don't really feel that confident. I don't feel like some confident boss ass bitch. I am actually, and Alex, you know this about me. Yes. Because we're fucking related. You've known me my whole life. I am actually an extremely self-aware person to a fault. Yeah. I second guess everything. I'm self-critical. I have a lot of self-doubt. And so I never really acknowledge the topic, but we need to. Because confidence will change your fucking Life. So listen the fuck up. Yes. Anytime you have thought to yourself, I'm not qualified for this job, I'm scared to fuck this guy because what if I'm not hot enough naked Mm -hmm. or enough of a freak or even just being scared to post a fucking picture on Instagram? Because you think to yourself, like, oh, I'm not interesting enough. Like, what are people going to think? It's all the same thing. It all stems from a lack of confidence, and a lack of self-worth. This is why I started thinking about it recently. Quick story. One of my best friends has been seeing this guy, and she is obsessed with him. I have spent countless hours on the phone listening to her talk about this dude. She comes over the other day, starts showing me pictures of him. This dude was straight up grotesque looking (laughs) Uh, like uglier than Jeff Bezos if that's even (laughs) fucking possible (laughs) but the way my friend talks about this guy I was expecting to see like a George Clooney type character (laughs) and I asked my friend I remember being like no way are you this in love or obsessed with this grommet (laughs) (laughs) A fucking grommet. (laughs) Like, does this grommet have a golden dick? Or, I mean, is he rich as fuck? She tells me his dick is totally average and he really doesn't have money at all. And I just couldn't comprehend it. I did not understand it. Mm -hmm. Until a few weeks later, I meet this guy. We go to dinner. She introduces me for the first time. And Alex, I'm not kidding. Within 30 fucking seconds— I found myself wanting to fuck him. (laughs) Just his demeanor, the way he carried himself, his confidence. Mm -hmm. I was instantly into it. And I remember turning to my friend and being like, oh, I get it now. Yes. And this pertains to women too. I am telling you. So for anyone who has written in asking me how they can get the fuck boy to commit— or get the courage to start their own business, whatever the fuck it may be, it starts with confidence. Yes. I think that people assume that confidence is something that you just have from birth, like you're born with it or you're not.
1: Yeah, like it's some innate personality trait.
0: Yes, it's not. It's absolutely not. It's something you have to work on. I mean, at least for me, and I know a lot of people listening, and that's where I had a moment... And how to check myself because even though I don't necessarily feel it all the time, I actually am very confident. Like, it takes some balls to talk about my most embarrassing moments to millions of people. But it takes confidence to get shit on on the internet, come back, build a company, and keep going. Yeah, totally. And the point is, if I can be confident— so, the fucking you. And that's why we're having this lesson. And let me go ahead and share some of my favorite tips to keep my confidence where it needs to be. Get your notebooks out, get the pencils out. Do people even write in notebooks anymore? Get <laughs> your MacBooks out. Yeah, exactly. All right. Number one do your fucking makeup and hair. You don't need to go on a date. Just to beat your face. Just looking good makes you feel good. Yeah. I have been trying to practice this because six out of seven days of the week, I walk around looking like Gollum, like a (laughs) homeless, like a hobo. But you don't need to go on a date just to beat your face. Yes. It's so simple, but it really does make me feel good. Just walking around my house and being the hottest bitch in Draper, Utah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's one. Another one. Walk around your house naked, all for yourself. Turn your house into a nudist colony. Sleep naked. Yeah. I actually read a study that said that the more things you do naked increases life satisfaction, self esteem. Body image, like all of this shit. Uh-huh. So if you're wearing clothes right now, take them the fuck off. Yeah. Next, take your own nudes. You heard that correctly. You do not need Brad texting you just so you feel inclined to take nudes. Fuck Brad, fuck him, arch your ass up, put your boobs in a fucking hand froth. <laughs> A hand bra. what? And take the—you know what the fuck I'm talking about. And take the hottest, sluttiest nude for your fucking self. Admire yourself.
1: And then you'll even have some
0: on deck for when you want to bless someone's idiot son with your hot body. Yes, (laughs) exactly. This one is, I think, my favorite. And this is what I've, like, really had to force myself to do. Get out of your daily routine and get out of your comfort zone and try new shit. That is how you build confidence. You repeatedly show yourself that you are capable of bigger and better shit. But you have to take action first. And you can start small, though. Like, even if it's just you getting cute and you go sit at a coffee shop by yourself that you've never been to— Wear a sports bra to the gym. If you usually wear a baggy t-shirt, go compliment a hot guy. Take risks. Fuck without a (laughs) condom. Life is short. These things that I'm talking about, these are kind of superficial. And these are, you know, more like body image and looks and physical confidence. That is obviously not everything. Because trust me, there is nothing worse than a hot, superficial, fake, confident bitch. Trust me, I know one very fucking well. And those people I've learned are actually the most insecure people on the planet. Yeah. Looks can go away tomorrow. I mean, my looks, by the way that I treat my body and my life, I've said this a million times, I will be looking 50 the second I turn 30. You can't rely on your looks. How confident are you really without them? Yeah. Self-affirmations. Yes.
1: I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am
0: (laughs) rich. I am that fucking bitch. Manifestation. What about also just being a good person? Yeah. How good does it feel laying in bed at night knowing you're not a piece of shit? Yeah. That helps me. Like knowing I am unapologetically me and I'm real And I don't come on here and tell lies to boost my own fake confidence. Every single thing I say and do is true to who I am. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I have days where it's hard. And some days being confident is like the last thing I want to do. But I have just learned to be resilient. And you just got to push yourself and move forward. And every time something knocks you down, you just got to onward and upward yeah lastly last thing I want to say about confidence let's talk sex please please can we talk about sex and thank you when you have confidence in every other part of your life it will easily translate into bedroom behavior especially Because a horny dude is by far the easiest creature on the planet to satisfy, (laughs) by the way. If you go in there, ask him to keep the fucking lights on, spread your legs wide, show off the roast beef between your legs, (laughs) stop sucking in, let your belly hang out, and stop thinking about, oh my God, like, do I look hot right now? No, you should only be thinking about your orgasm. And the thing is, and I think it's kind of hard for people to comprehend, and sometimes it's even hard for me, it is hotter that way for not only you, but for him too.
1: Yeah, like be that bitch and don't
0: let anyone else tell you otherwise. Yes, yes. So that concludes today's class, sluts. Your homework is to send me your hot-ass nudes so I can touch myself to them. And uh, I love you guys. Moving on. All right. Let's talk about dating apps for the love of God. I am a firm believer in dating apps. I have had multiple very serious relationships off of a dating app. And people are so fucking annoying and try to act like so above dating apps. Yeah. They always come around. They always come around, honey. (laughs) Me included. (laughs) Like, don't fucking fight it. People are always like, I want to meet someone organically. I want it to be serendipitous. I'm not meeting my soulmate on Tinder. Knock it the fuck off. You don't even leave your fucking house, (laughs) sweetie. So download the app. The point is, we got to talk about Tinder. Alex was telling me, that apparently Tinder is now verifying people. Yes. What the fuck? (laughs) How does it work, Alex? It's so people can't catfish. Okay. So
1: what they do is they ask you to take pictures of yourself in real time and they use facial recognition to see if those pics that you take match the ones on your profile just to prove that it's really you. Okay.
0: Okay. And then if you pass the test, you get drum roll, please, a blue check mark. Yes. A literal blue check mark. Yes, exactly.
1: And it's the only app I know for a fact <laughs> I can get a blue check mark on.
0: People are out here trying to get a table at Delilah saying they're purified <laughs> and have the blue check mark to prove it. I'm gonna try and it. pull up their fucking Tinder. Okay, so. Are you verified on it?
1: Absolutely fucking not. Really? No fucking way. Dude, the people that get verified on Tinder are nine times out of ten, clearly not a catfish.
0: What does that mean?
1: Like, dude, your picture is a bathroom mirror selfie that you (laughs) took on your iPad with Axe body spray on the counter. Like, (laughs) no one is out here pretending to be you, I promise. (laughs)
0: So, if you see a dude and he is verified, does that make you more or less inclined to swipe right? I
1: mean, okay, not gonna lie, at first, when I saw the blue check marks, I was like, okay, it's like Instagram. Like, I match with someone <laughs> important. They have a blue check mark. Right.
0: But, I mean, they stole that shit from Instagram.
1: Yeah. But now that I know what it means, <laughs> uh, it definitely deters me. It deters you. Yeah, because who goes out of their way to prove that
0: you're you on Tinder? This is just so funny to me because when I think about a catfish, I think about myself (laughs) and everyone I know and every fucking person with a social media profile of some kind. What do you mean? Because we are all posting the selfie that we took 7098 times in perfect lighting with 20 pounds of makeup on and face tune to top it off.
1: Okay, well fuck. Well, in that
0: case, I guess I am a fucking
1: catfish.
0: <laughs> but I I am too. Like fucking everybody is. Even dudes. Like don't lie That's to true. yourself. But I guess this Tinder verification is to Protect people from, like, real catfishing. Yeah. Which, to me, is... Do you remember the show on MTV Catfish?
1: Never seen it.
0: I forget that you are a fetus.
1: Enlighten me.
0: Okay, there was a show called Catfish on MTV. It was hosted by, like, this guy named Nev, who bugs the fuck out of me for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. But anyways... He goes in and helps these people who think they are talking to a built 30-year-old sexy blue-eyed man named fucking Hercules, and then they show up to meet him for the first time, and every fucking time when they show up to the house, they end up meeting a six-year-old woman with bangs <laughs> and eight kids that live in North Dakota Named Muriel.
1: With her tampon string hanging out.
0: (laughs) Yes. Like for real. Which is something I still don't fucking understand because that six-year-old woman named Muriel shows up with no shame. Like as if the person won't give a fuck that she has been catfishing the fuck out of them (laughs) and ends up a different gender, a different age, a different haircut. It, it makes no
1: sense So to Muriel be- truly believes that she is Hercules. I think
0: so. I think for like a lot of them. But anyways, it's my wild. whole fucking point is this Tinder feature is like, it doesn't protect you from the other catfishing, which is, I think, just as fucking bad. Do you?
1: I mean, like everyone posts fucking IG filters on their story and they look nothing like that. Exactly. So, yeah, I would say catfishing is all around us now.
0: That's what I'm saying. Using those filters, it's your face, but like the cartoon version, your eyes are bigger, your lips, whatever the fuck. Yeah,
1: you have a nose job all of a sudden.
0: Exactly. Like, is that not as bad as what Muriel's up here doing?
1: I'm like, yeah, it is. <laughs> Every single story I've ever posted is with a fucking <laughs> Instagram filter, so. Okay. Just as bad. What's up? Shout out to Muriel.
0: Shout <laughs> out. Shout out, Muriel. <laughs> Listen, I am all about presenting your best self, but back to like the confidence thing, honestly. Yes. You yes. can't take it that far. You can't be photoshopping a different face and body and feel good showing up somewhere. Knowing deep down, the person you're meeting is thinking to themselves that you catfished the fuck out of them. Yeah. That can't feel good. Yeah. So do it in stride.
1: If you're going to face tune, make it at least a little bit realistic. Yes.
0: If really? I see those
1: fucking blinds curving in with your waist, You took it too far. You took it too far. You took
0: it way too fucking far, Muriel. Shout out Madison Beer. We should, I wonder if you can get arrested for catfishing. Let's ask Nev. Thank you. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliye was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Look, you've had a long day, your boss is annoying you, your boyfriend is accusing you of something you didn't even do, and your sibling is asking you for money. That's like an everyday thing for me. While I don't have all the answers, I do know that we have the power to change any situation we're in, in a flash, in a snap. We can turn it into a celebration, and a little glass of wine is just the thing to turn your day around sometimes. But of course, you just realized you ran out of everything. Luckily for you... Our friends over at DoorDash have you covered. If you're in the mood to treat yourself or just want to make sure you are always hostess with the mostest ready, DoorDash is your go-to without you having to move from your couch. And it's convenient. Do you know how heavy a handle of tequila is? How about five of them? Exactly. Plus, the alcohol selection at DoorDash is top-notch. You will find what you're looking for. Beer, wine, mixers, and even mocktails for the non-alcoholic girlies can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash. And use code SOFIA24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply, must be 21 plus to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. I mean, I quite literally and physically can't at this stage in my life, and that's where my spring break essential comes in, which is Taste Salute. Say goodbye to the Sunday scaries with Taste Saludes hydrating drink mixes. Listen, I started my spring break a little bit early last weekend when my best friend Allie came to town. But you got to enjoy flavors like cucumber lime, hibiscus, and they even have mocktails now. Say hello to Paloma and strawberry margarita. Filled with electrolytes and vitamins that support hydration and boost immunity with less sugar. I'm talking only one gram of sugar per stick. This is exactly what you need to get your Sunday fun day going, regardless of what the rest of the day entails. And here's the best part. They're sharing the love with all of my listeners. Enjoy 10% off your first purchase with the code SOFIA10 at checkout. That's S-O-F-I-A and the number 10 at TaySalud.com. Cheers to health this spring break season with Taste Salute. All right, let's get into the salutes questions. Yes. Which is my favorite fucking part? Me too. I don't know if you are ready, Alex, because this week shit is popping off. Hit me. Okay. First, UTI medication warning. Do not squirt while treating your UTI. It will, and I repeat, will squirt out neon orange. Learned from experience and thought I should share. It makes for an even messier situation than usual. You are welcome. Love you, SLU. This information I did not know I needed, but holy shit. Okay, so... Squirting. Is it
1: pee or is it not? Because I know when I'm on my UTI shit, my pee looks like a fucking neon highlighter. Okay.
0: Squirting, no one knows. That is between God and the squirter. (laughs) And the squirt. The neon orange shit, it confirms squirting is peeing. Yeah. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Case closed. You heard it here first. Okay, all you squirters, you little porta potties peeing around town. That's what <laughs> it fucking is. I don't know if I believe that, but if you are a regular squirter, please DM me and get back to me and let me know if this is true or if you've ever experienced this. Okay, next. Alex, do you want to read this one? Sure, I would love to. Go for it. Hi,
1: Sophia. Love the podcast so far. When I'm having sex and the guy seems to be lasting longer than normal, I get paranoid that I cannot make this guy finish Mm. as if it doesn't feel good to him. I know most women want men to last a long time, but somehow it just makes me feel paranoid. I guess I kind of just take it as a compliment when they can't last that long. Mm -hmm. Is this
0: weird or is it normal? I admittedly have felt and thought this before. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. There is something satisfactory about a dude who can't stop himself from jizzing. Satisfactory in the sense you think your pussy is just like that fucking good. The thing is, it's not true. Like, that's not how dicks work and how men work. I actually had a fling with this dude. He would last... I am not exaggerating, Alex, two hours. Like, we would be fucking, like, we would do every position. We would fuck all around the house. It would be, like, a two to three hour fuck session. Oh, my God. And it got to the point where I finally couldn't help myself. And I just straight up asked him. I was like, do you always last this long? Because I was, like, annoyed. Yeah, of course. And he responded saying... I just wait for you to tell me to come. Like, if you don't tell me to come, then I'm not going to come. Have you ever had a dude tell you that? No. Okay, thank you. I thought it was like the strangest fucking thing. Yeah, like, no, that's wild. Okay, so it was like so bizarre to me, that concept, oh, you fuck until the girl tells you like, bust the nut. Like, <laughs> you're good to go. Like, I mean, you're just
1: like, I'm about to come, I'm about to come within, like, three minutes. But you're two hours in? Yes. And he's like, oh, no, I was waiting for you to let me know.
0: Right. Yeah, no, I've never had that happen. Very, very fucking strange. And the thing is, and you know how I am and how neurotic I am. Yeah. I didn't believe him when he said that. I was like, bullshit. You just take a long time to come. And he was like, I swear to God, I have— taught myself to control my coming, my jizzing, my nutting. Yeah. So well I could come in 2 seconds or 4 hours. And you know what I said? Prove it. Prove it. Prove it. Okay, so I had this dude set a timer on the iPhone. I'm not making <laughs> this shit up. I was like We're going to press the timer. You're going to fuck me. And I want to see how fast you can come. Because all of our sex sessions have been 90 hours. Uh Uh-huh. We do it. He came in under three minutes. Shut the fuck up. Yes. So with that said, I don't necessarily love it when a guy lasts too long Like, okay, let's wrap up the show, exit, stage left. As far as your paranoia, it's not what you're thinking it is. He probably has practiced. This guy has jerked off a lot and has learned to control it. And maybe he's even fucking other girls. Like, I don't know. But it has nothing to do with your performance in bed. No. Or how tight your pussy is. Yeah. It's none of that at all. I think, like, as women, we tend to put blame on ourselves so fucking much when it comes to sex. Yes. Anything that goes wrong, anything. We're like, oh, shit, what did I do wrong? Yeah. You did nothing wrong. No. No. And it needs to stop. So, basically, girlfriend, I get it. If a guy, like, busts a nut two seconds into entering your pussy, it, like, feels kind of cool— but it's just all a facade. Yeah. A fugazi. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Okay, next. Sophia, please help. I met this sweet guy on Hinge and he had a hat on in all of his photos, but I didn't notice. We started snapchatting and he has a massive receding hairline. He's only 23 years old. Is this a deal breaker? What do I do? He's fucking hat fishing. Hat fishing. Hat (laughs) fishing. All right. So basically what I want to say is you have to tell this dude to either shave it off completely or get a hair transplant before you decide if it's a deal
1: breaker. Yeah, because obviously you're not about to fuck this guy with his hat on.
0: (laughs) Thank you. So that needs to be done right off the bat. I'm not going to write a guy off because he has a receding hairline. What the no. fuck? Well, okay. Alex, tell us how you really feel.
1: I mean, if, like I said, hat fishing. If he's going to be out here acting like he's not balding, <laughs> it's going to be a big deal that he is fucking balding.
0: Men listening, I promise you— You are trying to cover up your receding hairline. That is not the move. You have to embrace it. I swear to God, 80% of the reason girls complain about a dude with a receding hairline or a hatfish, it's because the dude is acting so insecure trying to cover it up. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes. Like that is what is unattractive about it.
1: Yeah. For a big
0: part of it. Yeah. So that's all I have to fucking say about that. Hair plugs and toupees. <laughs> exactly. Get a wig.
1: Okay, sleuth. Just kidding.
0: I actually kind of want to get one. A wig? Because how easy to just wake up in the morning and not have to worry about styling your hair.
1: I mean, I've had a couple of wigs in my day and. My hair doesn't fit under them, so. <laughs> but you're a thin hair wood. You're the hat-fishing.
0: You're the one that's hat-fishing. <laughs> Fuck you, Alex, for real. You will never hear from Alex again on an episode of Sophia The Neve. You heard it here first. Bye. Last episode. This is my farewell. Okay, salutes. that is it for today. You know where to find me on all of my socials. I am on TikTok, believe it or not. Instagram, I was about to say Facebook. I am on there, but do not no. try to find me there because I don't even know what the fuck that app is any longer. Tagged photos go straight there. <laughs> Why would you do that to me, Alex? Instagram, what the fuck ever. Sophie with an F, Franklin with a Y. Where can they find you, Alex?
1: At Alex Franco underscore meow on Instagram and Venmo. Just in case anyone's feeling generous. My birthday is on Tuesday. Just saying.
0: What is your Venmo?
1: Alex Franco underscore meow. Just <laughs> like all my other socials. I'm taking 20%, by the way. I'm also on TikTok. By okay.
0: The way. <laughs> okay, guys. Anyways, look out for the new merch drop because it is my favorite by far. And I will see you next week.
1: Love you. Love you,
0: salutes.